This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to who? Sorry, to me. Ah, it's our birthday girl show. Yeah. That's so much fun. We, uh, we've been sitting around talking and, um, we, 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 because the holidays were coming up, we're doing a couple shows in one day and my computer, uh, went ahead and started doing some updates that I was not expecting it to do. So we had time to just kind of sit around and talk, which is nice. I enjoyed it, but everything we were talking about was like, oh, that would have been a good show. Oh, that would have been a good show. So we're going to try to recreate some of that, uh, for you. So, um, and then some new stuff as well. But it is uh, Thanksgiving week as we go into this show. This is uh, show number 85. And I'm going to do something that I didn't do last time. And I'm going to start with our word of the week. And I've been trying to practice this. This is one of those ones that uh, Christina came up with. Christina comes up with more words of the week than I do, to be honest. Only because I read textbooks. Yes. That's it. So this is the text that I got uh, this week. And it is, I believe liminality uh which i a lot of times i'll text her back like oh yeah i know that one or yeah this is what this one means all i could come up with with liminality um when she texted that to me was wow good one mm-hmm. uh, and and uh it was it was tricky so it is a a difficult word to kind of try to define um, right. because it's a big word and they use big words to talk about it. And I can't just give you one for my own because this is not a word that I own. So I'm going to give you, this is dictionary.com's thing. It's the transitional period or phase of a rite of passage during which the participant lacks social status or rank, remains anonymous, shows obedience and humility and follows prescribed forms of conduct, dress, etc. And I'm trying to put some context on this, but I don't know if I've got the context. Do you have any context? Can you help us out with this this big highfalutin word that we've come up with? I wish you would have asked me that earlier. I would have screenshotted the page and then or taken a picture of the page and then brought it and read it. Yeah. Um, but I think it was basically talking about a counselor's transition from college into the professional world and how there's that kind of middle place to where they're not fully walking in their ability to counsel others, but they've got the education under them. So they're kind of in that middle okay, space. Not quite either. You're not a student, but you're not a, a professional kind of an right. like amateur status of, of something. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess that's what this show is. <laughs> Right. <laughs> 85 True. in, and we are in that liminality. Uh, per, I guess we're liminal um, yes. in it. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. So here's what's happened right here. You people have just witnessed uh, you know, some amazing history. Um, I'm usually the one who knows the words and, and helps Christina, and Christina has taught me the new word and made me understand it because Christina, the birthday girl, is just that awesome. So thank you. Um, that was cool. I'm going to try to figure, I, I like that one. This is what I'm going to try to work into my, 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 my words, uh, because I think it's a good one. So cool. All right. Other words that we have are, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Reddit, 
uh, and we've got our, our emails and stuff like that. So please look for us on those things as you're sitting at the uh, the house where you're going to eat Thanksgiving dinner and people are still cooking and whatnot. Maybe there's football or parade on and you're just looking at Facebook. Check out the old uh, Mess It Up uh, podcast page on Facebook. Shoot us a little happy Thanksgiving message or a birthday message for a biker chick here. Take some pictures of your Thanksgiving dinner. Put them on uh, Instagram. Maybe shoot us a little tweet that has what you're eating. Um, or if you feel like you're going to strangle someone, shoot a tweet and just say, Hi, mess it up. I don't want to choke someone. And that'll hopefully get you past that. Uh, but anyhow, uh, we're on those different things. Like I said, we have email. So you can email me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Or me at bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. What about old intern Dave? He's at info at messituppodcast.com. Nice. We should change his to like, in, or, you know, intern Dave at... Intern <laughs> Dave at, yeah. That's a lot of typing. People are going to really have to want to send him a t- an email to get that out. I just took a sip of tea. Uh, Christine and I always have a beverage while we're, uh, while we're working. And today, I think this is the first time we've had the same beverage. We're both drinking some uh, Tazo Joy Tea and it is my first cup of joy tea this year and it um is giving me a little bit of happiness i'm not gonna lie it's so good it's really it's really really good yeah you used to be able to get it at starbucks um i don't know because they switched over to tivana teas uh if they sell it in the stores anymore but my wife found some so i'm guessing you can find it on amazon uh joy tea from tazo we don't get any money from it but i think you'll enjoy it so check it out if you like, and if you don't, uh, you know, do something else. So we were talking in the update break uh, for my computer. Christine and I were having um, some debatatory discussions about things. And there were a lot of different ones going on. And I was trying to figure out how to get into these, these topics. And Christina is, if nothing, the world's most helpful human being sitting next to me. Um, because I, I'm the only one sitting next well, to you. There you go. Um, read into it, whatever you will. But I said, well, how are we going to start this? I said, I don't know. You started off. <laughs> and, and, uh, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to kind of jump in here. Actually, she did say with both feet. Um, so I said feet first, feet first. Yeah. Because that's the responsible way to do it. If you go head first, that's irresponsible. Can we count? Yeah. Yes. So, um, we do have holidays coming up and you know, for a lot of people, it's joyful. Like when my wife thinks about the holidays coming up, it's really a joyful time for her. She loves uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, my friend Faith, listener Faith out there, um, mm-hmm. she adores Thanksgiving and, and fall and decorating. And she is going to be, she's probably already cooking up a storm nice. up in Portland and just love is just flowing out of her oven. Mm. But for other people, you know, holidays can be a rough time. Right. Uh, I spend a lot of time behind bars uh, in the prison and uh, the guys are starting to get stressed out about the holidays because they can't be with their family. They can't help. They can't can't join in the fun. Right. Um, and a lot of times it's easier to be angry than it is to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And so... A lot of times uh, I might bury my, my feelings with anger and, and push people away with anger so that way I don't have to feel the hurt of whatever it is. People and do that? It, I've heard. Oh. I know I do. I'm, I'll fess up to it. That's strange. Yeah. Odd, huh? We should write a book. I never knew. <laughs> and a lot of people, and, and probably some of you that are listening right now, are going to be going somewhere that you really would rather not be 
for Thanksgiving and not just because Thanksgiving is sad because like my father died the day before or two days before Thanksgiving, the year that he died. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that wasn't happy and, and there's not those joyful memories, but, but sometimes it's, you know, you've got to be with a person who has done damage to you and, and you haven't resolved it, that there's amends that are left to be made and reconciliation has not happened and, and you've just got to go there and suck it up for the good of the family and, and maybe nobody knows. Maybe that person is so obtuse that they haven't figured out that the reason that you're upset is because of them. But let me give you permission right now. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. I think a lot of people obligate themselves and don't really understand that they're valuable and what they feel is important too. And sometimes the good of the family isn't worth sacrificing the good of you. I don't know if I would agree with sometimes. I would think probably always you're more important than the family. Um, I don't want to necessarily go out on that limb, but I think it's your perception of it. You, you get to make that call. If you feel like you've evaluated your ability to say, Hey, I'm, I choose, even though I know my value, I choose to put myself in this situation. It's not out of obligation. Yeah. I think that's the, I think the, the yeah. And if you're not, I mean, if your family is so fragile that you not being there will break the whole family up. And if, if your being there is going to crush you, I would say family, you know, absolutely. And, and I had that situation this year. Um, my brother was talking about coming out for Thanksgiving and, um, he told my mom, yeah, I'll come out, but I need you to buy all the food. Well, he, he didn't have a job and he hasn't had one for a long time. So, Okay, I understand that. He said, yeah, and I'm going to need you to pay for gas for us. I'm like, okay, I, and I was going to do that for him. And then he said, yeah, and I don't want this person to be there because um, he doesn't like them. Now, this person is the person is my victim, mm-hmm. and he's mad because that person told on me and made it so that I went to uh, jail, you know, 20 years ago almost. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, they can't be at Thanksgiving mm. because they're not good. And... I just looked at my mom and I said, well, tell him we said happy Thanksgiving, but yeah, we decided that that wasn't going to happen, that, that, that our family here was more important than this one person who was going to try to hijack it Absolutely. and that they could just pound sand. Right. And, um, to my mom's credit, she agreed with me nice. she's like, yeah, you know what? He doesn't need to come out here if that's the way he's going to act and I don't need to pay for it. So... Um, I was very impressed with that mm-hmm. and I haven't had that conversation with my brother, but he's not the kind of person that answers phones or anything. And, and, and so I'm just, it, it, this is one of those serenity prayer things for me. It was like, yeah. you know, I'm wise enough to know I'm not going to solve this one. So I'm just going to let go of it. it. It, it really doesn't matter to me. And yeah, he's, I share DNA with him. But that's almost the extent of the relationship is just that shared DNA. We don't have common interests or beliefs or values or anything. So, and and if people don't have time to love my kids, I don't have a lot of time for them. Right. And if people don't have, if people can't figure out, and I, I guess in his mind, he's like sticking up for me, but why? It's so backwards completely backwards. I mean, normally if someone's going to get bleeped, 
on the show, I always you know have a concern that I might have to bleep my friend. And and this one, when I talk about it, I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm censoring in my head, and I'm not right. typically a cussy guy, but it just makes me want to say words. So fill in your own words there. But he's a he's what I would say he's a gurky turkey. Yeah, absolutely. And he just doesn't understand. Like no. he just doesn't comprehend um, the value that that critical moment had in right. the rest of your life. And so I'm guessing in his head, he's trying to protect me right, or defend me or mm-hmm. take up for my honor. Right. Right. But what he's saying is, look, all right, this happened and, and this was 20 years ago. And he did take the time, the one year that I was in jail to write two separate letters to me. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Um, after I wrote to him, you know, six to eight times or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's not noticing that, like, all right, what have I done with my life since then? Right. Okay, well, I've devoted my life to uh, recovery, to ministry, mm-hmm. to doing a podcast with a victim as a, as a perpetrator to show people that that doesn't have to create a wall. Right. And, and no clue. So what is he really no. defending? He's not defending me. He's defending some archetype of me from 1968 that was his, his little baby brother. Yeah, his own delusion. Yeah. It's yeah. just... It's so sad and pathetic. So I agree with it you. Is. Yeah, if, if a person, you know, is there, but but maybe you're there and you don't know. Uh, last uh, week I went to uh, lunch and a person from my family showed up that I did not expect to be there, and it was just it was odd. It wasn't mm-hmm. that I didn't want to see them. It was just it was strange. So if you're right. there, um, we have some oddness, and I, and I'm guessing that uh, you know I still don't know what my Thanksgiving plans are because that's how prepared I am. Um, but I might have some surprise guests or, or whatever at Thanksgiving and have to be able to, to push through, to navigate through, um, that minefield of, of people. Mm Um, I'm thinking back in my past and I, I, I'm trying to think of times where I've had to do this, um, for Thanksgiving. I, I know more Christmas because my family's not as Thanksgiving-y and mm-hmm. I've, I've been there definitely with people that... And for me, it's a little easier to go somewhere and know that someone doesn't want me to be there because of the baggage that I bring. And right. so a lot of people who haven't taken time to invest or or investigate uh, will have that negative feeling towards me. So I've been to... Uh, gatherings where it's like, all right, I know this person hates my guts Um, and they're being pleasant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, I have typically chosen for the sake of not making a scene to just let them be pleasant. And and I just avoid them because I know it's, they don't want me around. So I just try to be quiet and and take a bullet for the team. And because I just look at it, it's just a day. Mm-hmm. It, I don't let it worry me too much because right. tomorrow I can love my family tomorrow also. So, um, have you had experiences like that where you've been, whether it's holiday or, or maybe not holiday, where you're just like you're stuck in a room that you just want to either kill someone or get out of the room or? Oh yeah, a lot. Is it happening right now? No, <laughs> no. Um, well, my abuser was still alive. Mm-hmm. I, I. I put myself in that situation a lot for what I considered the greater good of the family. Um, but somewhere along the lines, I realized I didn't have to do that anymore. And then he passed away. So it, you know, that 
scenario was removed from my life. Um, but I didn't talk to my family for a little bit because I was just tired of being put in that situation because they believed they didn't know the whole story and I wasn't going to hurt my family more by telling them the whole story. Um, and so I just chose, you know, thought that that's what I was supposed to do to keep the peace with everybody. And that's why I think I brought that up is because I just always thought, Hey, I got to shut my mouth. You know, I'm, what I'm going through isn't as important as what everybody else is, is, is going through. Well, but like so many other victims, you tried to open your mouth and it got shut for you. Mm, pretty much. So you, yeah. you, I mean, the message was sent. Your story's not, you absolutely. Know, you are not as valuable as this other commodity, whether right. it be this person. And it's, it's probably not, oh. they're choosing person over person, but it's person over the embarrassment, the dealing with it. The I, I was flat out told by my, a cousin of mine, if it was anybody but my brother, yeah, I would have your back. Yeah. Fantastic. So yeah, I was, it it was awkward for me for a long time. And, you know, I just don't do that anymore. And so much of that abuse happens within family, um, whether it's a physical abuse or emotional abuse or sexual abuse, it happens within families. And, and then the holidays come and we put on just like so many people on a Sunday morning, right? They put away the axes and knives and whatever, and put on a smiley face and go to church and then come home and break them out and, you know, commence to fighting again. And it's, it's so, when you said, you know, you do it for the greater good or for the good of the family or whatever, to keep Mm -hmm. the peace, it's, it's not, it's just, you're so right. It's just not keeping any peace. No, it's, it's all a lie. The only thing you're keeping is the lie. Absolutely. You're just fostering the lie and, and encouraging the lie to, to grow more. It's like, it's like buying special fertilizer to make sure the weeds in the garden get lush and you kill what you're actually trying to grow. Um, and this, you know, idea of it's family time and love mm-hmm. and blah, blah. Well, I, I definitely think I've learned to hold who I really am authentically back in a lot of scenarios because of the expectation others have of who I should be or how I should behave. So it kind of goes across the line for, you know, family, church, out in public, you know, anything outside of my own four walls. You know, I think there's a definite lack of integrity because the expectation of who I should be and what I should look like Mm -hmm. and sound like. And those are different in, in those different I mean, it's not all like it's, there's not two versions. There's, there's multiple versions, I'm guessing, depending on the, the amount of latitude that a person will give you or a place will give you to do your thing. Well, I, I guess I can be abrasive. Uh huh. (laughs) Occasionally as can we all. So, well, uh, Apparently, I'm a little more abrasive than some. You know, but, some are Comet, uh, and some are... Uh, Rudolph? I don't... Where uh, are you going, going with, with that? <laughs> I was going with soaps. Uh, Dove? I was I like, know. are we going reindeer here? I don't know. That's what popped in my mind. Um, so I just... Yeah, it's... I think it's the, the you know, putting on of, of masks wherever we go and not 
I think there's a very few people in my life that can authentically handle me. And yeah. so is that um is that a perception or is that based on experience that you've seen Conversation go wrong? I just had with Paul before oh, the break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know when I'm I've changed a lot over the last seven years, but I'm still who I am. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm blessed to have not known you for seven years. So I see the more current version of you. So I don't have to justify various versions. Right. Yeah. You see, but you authentically see who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, you see a lot more of me than 95% of the people that I interact with. Is that because you show me more of you or because I see more of you? Is it, is that something that I'm doing to look deeper into you? I think you allow me to be myself. You give me a non-judgmental space to be, um, whether that's cause you keep your opinions back or you authentically love me. Is that for debate? <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you, but man, oh my goodness. No, I think the one thing that Paul gives me is, is honesty. Um, we were just having the conversation before we got on yeah. show about, um, my abrasiveness and, um, how I can be off putting sometimes. And of course that makes me defensive because I'm like, oh, how can I <laughs> sweet little Christina, you know, and, and it kind of makes me look back at, you know, cause I know the people I hung out with before. I wouldn't have been as abrasive to them as I would be now to the Christian people that I am around because I think the expectation of they wouldn't have taken mannerisms, your, the same behavior. They wouldn't be as abraded by it as new people. And, uh, not, as people not that who, you're changing your behavior, but, but if the, your behavior stayed the same, their reception would be different than the people now. Yes, because they were not Christians. They okay. were not, um, you know, don't cuss, don't smoke, don't drink. It was, very different crowd. Right. It's just like when I hang out with the bikers, you know, I can, I can be more authentically who I am in certain scenarios than, you know, I can be if I walk into church and drop an F-bomb. Right. You know. Right. Just not appropriate. Yeah. 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 Somebody told me one somebody time. Somebody said. Yeah. Goes over like a fart in church. And then I heard another person right. say, goes over like a fart in a spacesuit. And I thought, oh. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of self-punishment there. Well, uh, again, we got the great radio segue here. Um, we're talking about these things that we're understanding and revealing. And our song of the week this week is a song, and I cannot believe we haven't done a Third Day song. And I really love Third Day. So the 85th song here, uh, we are doing a song by Third Day. This is a song called Revelation. We'll be back on the end of this 90-second break to talk about that and wrap it up, talk a little bit more about some uh, Thanksgiving things. But uh, hang on to your, your seats for a little bit of Third Day.
Right. So left. Got... <laughs> That's the first third day song we've used, and I can't believe it. They're such a a wonderfully great, awesome band, um, and uh, sad that uh, they're gone, but happy for this song. And they're gone, as in the. The band, band is gone. The band's gone. Being okay, band. let's yeah. clarify that because yeah. they didn't all no, they perish. didn't all perish. No. Okay. Um, but uh, this was always my like one of my favorite third day songs, mm-hmm. and uh, I just loved that idea because it feels like a lot of what I've gone through, where it's talking about uh, you know my life has led me down the road that's so uncertain, and now I'm left alone and I am broken, and I have felt that way so much of my life not always and but but I've had that that thought and that understanding and just that want to have you know he says give me a revelation show me what to do see and that's where I'm at right now like God you better give me something you gotta show me something Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to find my way and I haven't got a clue yeah but it it, it's something that we always talk about. It's the honesty. It's the authenticity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Christine and I, this is our second show today. And I mean, I don't want to besmirch people, but, but I think this show is better than the last show mm-hmm. because it just feels more authentic and honest. Right. And it's based on the conversation that we had between where we weren't recording, where it was authentic and honest and, and raw and raw and, and <laughs> you know each of us challenging each other right but I think that's what people want because that's what life is life is not always pretty and you know we talked about those Christian answers that you get from people it's like it doesn't make everything better no. right now right it doesn't no and and there's still pain you know to, to chop off a leg it's not I've never seen God just grow a leg back. No matter how hard I prayed, no matter what Bible verse I read, no matter whatever, it's just like, dude, you're going to miss that leg. Right. But think of all the money you'll save on shoe. Right. On yeah. shoe. Yeah. One shoe. Yes. Too bad they don't sell them in uh, yeah. one shoe at a time. You've got to find a person with your size still... and the opposite. The opposite. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I had to take a drink. and I was, was going to say something, but I forgot. You know, that's okay. I was going to say something. It was just going to be a bad joke, so we're just going to leave that alone. But anyhow, third day, check them out. Uh, do that. Uh, enjoy the, uh, the the third day. Um, we were talking before the break about being with people that we didn't necessarily want to be with, mm-hmm. holidays. Right. And you, you started it off by saying, don't don't choose to be choose not to be there don't 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 sacrifice yourself right yeah so when we're there at some point we might need to to say something and and you've gone through this with having to confront your family about the ugliness mm-hmm. um i had to admit to the ugliness mm-hmm. um so i i can't i can't speak with authority about confronting it in the same sense, you know, I've, I've called people out or whatever, but but not that same kind of a thing. And certainly not with the same level of risk that's involved because that's, um, is risk the right word? I mean, you're, 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 you're taking a chance on, on this whole thing or whatnot. So I, I I feel like risk is a good word for that. Um, there might be, and it might be you that has to do this, this, and I'm, I'm, Speaking to my microphone, right. so Christina knows you guys, that I'm talking right. to the world. Um, that has to to take that chance and have that conversation this year. 
and I guess I just want to give encouragement and I don't know about advice. Um, you know, I certainly don't think, you know, right when grandpa's carving the turkey to, you know, stab your fork in the table and say, all right, people, we got to talk about something here. Right. I, I certainly think that there are, are ways to handle it and, mm -hmm. and ways to approach and that, um, having some discernment in terms of, you know, if everybody doesn't need to be in the middle of that conversation, you know, don't do it there. But what do you think would be, I mean, are there any general thoughts or guidelines or anything like that? I mean, I think, I think one rule that I would look at is, is are you sacrificing yourself for someone who doesn't need to be sacrificed? I mean, we are not called to be a sacrifice for our family. And so if, if the only way to keep the peace is that you get crushed, I would say that's not worth it. Right. Don't keep the peace. I mean, and again, no forks in the table, but, but have that conversation privately with whoever needs to have it. Um, but, but be bold. And if you need to have a person with you to, to help you. This is why it's great to have accountability partners and sponsors, mm -hmm. I think, right. but a person that you trust that you can, you know, that won't just tell you, sit down and shut up. I think you just don't have to buy into the lie anymore. You know, you said that, that line, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something to do with that. You know, just carrying on the lie by shutting your mouth and pretending everything's fine. All you're doing is reinforcing that lie mm -hmm. and, and letting it continue and I'm learning as hard as it is to be alone, quote unquote, or without your family. Sometimes your family doesn't add value to your life. Sometimes yes. they, they hinder you from being the best that you can be and having all that you should have. Um, so sometimes alone is better than surrounded by people who hurt you. Right. And, and that doesn't necessarily have to be um, the only two choices, I think. Right. You know, uh, I have so many people that I consider to be family that have no biology. Right. Um, and I, I have friends who, who completely disagree with that stance. Mm -hmm. But I am just adamant that you know, family to me is not defined by DNA. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's not, it's. And I know to be culturally sensitive, a lot of other cultures aren't as self-reliant and self-dependent as the American culture. Mm -hmm. Um, so for them, what we're saying would be completely out of whack. You know, you do sacrifice yourself for the, the family system. You do, um, sacrifice your internal for and in some sense that's okay mm -hmm. to do too i mean we we go out and we you know when i came home from from jail i had to sacrifice and and you know work and and it was labor you know intensive physical mm -hmm. labor that i was not cut out to do and had lots of problems with back and joy but that was that I, I see that as an acceptable sacrifice for my family because mm -hmm. my family needed to eat, have a place. Right. But but I think the emotional sacrifice, I just I'm not sure that I care what your culture is. Um, I think that making the emotional sacrifice there is not. I, I just can't think where that's where the value needs to be. No, I agree. 
Yeah. I just know that there are some cultures that feel very differently. So to them, it might sound very against what they believe. Right. And so it's important for those that are, are culturally different to understand that it is okay to say, Hey, I'm valuable too. Yeah. Well, and and sometimes we do, we get blinded by our culture. We don't understand Mm -hmm. something different. My friend Josh in the prison says, you never really know what a straight line looks like until you can compare it to a crooked line. And you might think you're straight and then you see what real straight is. And you're like, wow, I'm actually the thing that's crooked here. And I thought I was straight. And, you know, we look at our country. It hasn't been that long since our country was a segregated country and it was accepted. It was, it was legal. Yeah. And, and everybody just accepted that. So just because it's what we accept and what we know, I mean, talk to other people. And I mean, if someone's hurting you mm-hmm. emotionally, physically, sexually, that's just not okay. Nope. And, I agree. And, and that's, find someone who will support you. Absolutely. And love you and, and, and fix that because you don't have to keep doing it. Yep. You know, if, if my victim would have kept on not saying something, then it, who knows how many more victims there would have been and how much more that pain would have been. And now my relationship with them is completely, I mean, I will be having Thanksgiving with them and we'll be happy and loving right. each other because we've dealt with it. Yeah. But she dealt with the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, she said something and it was years before people believed it. Right. Um, so um, I guess, I mean, there's not it's hard to give people hope in that situation because it's it's most frequently, it's not a quick change Mm -mm. that happens. No. And I don't know that it's ever a painless event for anybody. Um, Well, it's like I still walk into my aunt's house and there's a picture of my abuser on the wall um, with the American flag, you know, mm -hmm. honoring him as, as a hero because he served in the Navy and to me, that's complete and utter BS, but I choose to go into her house and I choose to be around her. Um, and I choose not to reveal more of the pain that I endured to, to spare her the pain of knowing the truth. So it's one of those things where I know that I no longer have to do it or I'm obligated to do it just to keep the peace. It's something that I choose to do because I love her and I want her in my life, regardless of her ignorance to the situation. And I can see, I I think I understand what you're saying, but I can also see where people who might not understand that because it could sound like you're saying some very similar things. What I'm thinking is that the difference is that you have dealt with this pain in your recovery, in your healing process that you've been able to, to heal this wound. So now I hold the power over the situation. Yeah. That's the difference is where the power lies. I no longer feel like I don't have a choice that I just have to do it because that's what should be done. Right. I make a decision on weighing what I want to do with my time, with my choices, walking into a situation. It's not like I do it out of obligation anymore. I do it out of control of my own being and saying, I have the power to make this decision. And I choose to accept this scenario out of love for somebody else. 
it's, it's definitely what rests in my hands versus, um, just feeling obligated to, like I have to. It's that, that whole story of the gun being pointed at you or away from you, Mm -hmm. you know, it's where the power is, is, is coming from. And, and, and once you have that, that doesn't make it easy to do everything just because you've decided you've got the power. It's not a magic wand that just all of a sudden happens. I mean, this is years Mm -hmm. of hard work. And Mm -hmm. I mean, fair to say that it's, continued, you have to continue to work at it or? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, one thing I didn't realize until I went to therapy this last time is, um, you know, I have flashbacks of, of being raped, of, you know, being abused. And so to me, I just thought that was a standard normal thing that happened. You know, it was just part of life. The flashbacks or the rape? The flashbacks. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely the rape was not part okay. of normal life. Okay. Um, but just having that and dealing with it. And I was like, okay, that'll, that'll, it, it's not that big of a deal. And then I learned like, no, it is, it, it's a big deal. Like you're continuing to have to heal from that. It's, it's not something that it happened and I got better overnight and it's okay. You know, I'm seven years into recovery and still fighting for healing. Yeah. It's as big of a deal as you are a big of a deal. And everybody out there is a massively big deal. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that the, the biggest lie that I'm told <clears throat> by the enemy is how worthless I am. Or, you know, the, the diminished value and fighting for a diminished capacity right. um, from people, from God, from myself. And um, I don't want to do that. And I'm, I'm thankful, go back on the Thanksgiving thing, mm-hmm. that that I finally come to a place in my life and in my recovery where I can see my value, my worth, and, and really um, be proud of what I am, who I am. Um, right. and, and yeah, I've done some miserable, horrible things, but that's not the sum total of my life. No, and it just keeps getting better. you know. And that's what my background screen on my phone says, keep fighting for you. The you five years from now needs the you to not give up on her dreams. Yeah. And so, I mean, I read that all the time. It's probably the first background, you know, screensaver thing <sighs> that I've actually read, you yeah. know, because once it's there, you just kind of mm-hmm. pass by it a billion times. But it keeps me holding on to know that five years from now, as long as I continue to fight for what is best for me, it's going to be incredible five years from now. Yeah. Because if I look back five years ago compared to where I am today, it's night and day. And two steps forward, one step back. It's not all forward steps. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it's, it's one forward and two back, and you have to run to catch up to where you sideways were. Sideways. Yeah. But, but ultimately, we're trending better. Right. Yeah. So right. so if it's not trending better for you right now, don't give up. That's right. You know, keep hanging on. Mm-hmm. And and write to, if you're a lady, write to Christina and, and just tell her, hey, it's not trending upward. Help. Right. And, or if your guy, you know, write to me and... Uh, you know, that's, that's, what we, that's what we're here for. And that's what I'm thankful for on this. And I'm, I'm really honestly, I mean, we're 85 shows in, super thankful for this show in I'm my life. I'm thankful for you, Paul. And I'm thankful for you, Christina. You bring out uh, good stuff. And, and I, I really uh, am glad that we were able to do this show. And uh, again, you know, 
it's a bit of a heavy thing and that doesn't mean that your Thanksgiving can't be awesome mm -hmm. and if it is amen put some pictures on uh, social media for us send us a line let us know um, how it's going for you and um, that would be great uh, we'd love to have you consider sponsoring us on uh, the Patreon so go to messituppodcast.com click on the little become a patron button and for as little as a dollar a month you can help support us financially to keep the show on the air and keep us going and uh, I guess we will see you uh, sometime after Thanksgiving, heading into Christmas. Yep. Uh, who knows what we've got going on for that, but I'm sure it'll be something. That's right. All right. Thanks for messing it up. So we'll see you next time. Mess it up. And uh, if you want to just make a mess for Thanksgiving, I give you permission to spill some you know, gravy on gravy. the table. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Adios. <laughs>